Ladies and gentlemen, in a world filled with excitement and adventure, this season enjoy Madness Show with John Bell. What it do? Yeet. 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 Double yeet. Hey, I got a great show for you today because we're talking sports. I know, you're right. Pastor John talking sports. He don't know a lot of sports. That's right. Maybe I don't. Maybe that's why I brought a guest who knows a lot more about sports than I do. And uh, so I'm going to introduce this guy. He, I've known him since 2009. I mean, this kid was a kid. Now he's a 20-year-old kid. Just had his birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. From my brother, from another mother, Daniel Tudy. How y'all doing today? What up, Danny D? Dude, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Well, Danny D is the sports man, right? You like sports? Yes, sir. I'm a basketball enthusiast. Basketball. I'll break those ankles. <laughs> I got a question, man. Yes, sir. All the listeners want to know. Yes, sir. You know, back in the day, it was like, don't you ever lose to a girl. You remember that? Like, you ever hang out with the boys, and then you're going to play a game, and then, like, that's the word on the street. Don't lose to a girl. I feel like that's an unwritten rule. Like, like that rule that like, you don't speak about. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I think it's just more like a male thing. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> like because if you did, your friends would be like, oh, my God, you lose yeah, to a girl. Like, Not I, that girls can't be boys. There's a lot of girls that, out there that can ball and probably beat some guys that can't ball or, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, But I mean, also, I think, what if you lost, uh, you know, if you lost to me, would you be like, would your boys be like, you lost to a, a chunky middle-aged white dude? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I always joke with Warren. Warren always jokes with me. He's like, man, I can't go back. Well, I lost to a white boy. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Yeah. That, <laughs> I understand. There's some white boys that could ball too, you know. It's like uh, when white boys dance because no one expects much from me. Right. They look at me and they're like, okay, Cotton Eye Joe, go back to your farm or your trailer. <laughs> then you bust some serious moves and you're like, whoa, that was awesome. So Danny can dunk. He's the reason I had to replace our hoop two times. Now I got a really good hoop, uh, a little harder to break. So. I swear that was Jay. <laughs> yeah. Still can't dunk. Well, I don't know if you can now. Can well, you just stand under the hoop 10 foot, standing there just with the ball right under the hoop and just do one jump and dunk it? You mean like off a of vert? Yeah. Yes. This guy. Bunnies. So we want to talk about sports, faith in sports. I think it's kind of cool because when you look at sports, there's a lot of people that do give Jesus credit, right? Like, right. you score a touchdown, pump the chest, boom, boom, point up to Jesus. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you that I just ran this ball 100 yards and no one tackled me. Yes, sir. And uh, Or you shoot a three, right? So like Something like Steph Curry, pump the chest, point up. Like, yeah. Yeah, like three for Big G. Like last night, I watched the Bucks and the Lakers game, and I saw – Giannis doing the warm up, and he was like shaking his arm around, and he like pointed up to the ceiling. And he, I just noticed that recently. Like every time I watch a Bucks game, and Giannis is on the floor, like I just see him like just like look up and just like just like have his hands in like prayer, and then just like come on, yeah, I, just I love it. That, like, do you love when people aren't, aren't ashamed in this cancel culture day and age? Like you can't even do anything without being like, oh, cancel, right. cancel, Tim Tebow, don't put that under your eye, but. I love it, man. Keep it up. Keep putting the scriptures on the shoes, on the eyes, or like in and out cup. You have to flip the cup upside down and look on the inside of the bottom lid. Then you see a scripture. You're like, okay. Yes, sir. I see you in and out. 
or even sports, like I said, some people put on their shoe, they put the scripture underneath their eyes. I what would your go-to scripture be? Or what would, did you put John 3.16? Uh, I think it's Philippians 4.13. Oh, yeah, put yes. that underneath the eyes. Classic. Let's go. You know, one of my favorite uh, sports, faith in sports, would be stories right now, would be Cooper Cup from the Los Angeles Rams. Who's going to win the Super Bowl, by the way? He's probably going to win a Super Bowl. No offense, Joey B. Uh, but Cooper Cup, I went to the same college as that guy, really? Eastern Washington University. And I read an article recently. He said that, you know, Super Bowl, he was like, you know, I try to do everything to give glory to God. And I was like, come on, Cooper Cup. I'm a Seahawks fan. And they're in the same division. I might be like, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan, but I'm like also a Cooper Cup fan. Shout out to Cooper. If you ever listen to this podcast, I mean, just maybe, just maybe. Um, but, you know, if you don't, it's okay. Dude, he might be in the next podcast guest. You know, around. Man, if he'd let me interview him, I'd be to the moon, bro. I'd be like, yeah, listen to my podcast, Cooper Cup. I just think, like, the faith in sports and, like, how the athletes, like, write scriptures on their shoes and stuff. I, I think they started doing that even before, like, all the fame and, like, mm. NBA players, NFL players, NHL players. Like, I felt like that was just, like, way before, like, they went mainstream and went to the major sports leagues and all that stuff. It's cool. It's just cool that you can glorify God through sports. So many people right. think that if you go into ministry, you got to be a pastor, but you don't. Right. You could be a baller. You could be a hooper. You could be a football player. You could be a soccer player. Football. You could be, <laughs> you know, you could be a ping pong player and write a scripture on a paddle. I'm like, yeah. Yes, sir. Jesus. I love it, man. So uh, you know a lot more about sports than I do. I mean, I'm going to try to act like I know about a lot of sports. But really, I mean, I don't know as much as, as, as you. But uh, we'll go through kind of, you know, we'll go through some sports. Um, talk about, you know, those weird sports that, People are confused, like, is that a sport or is that not a sport? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like tennis. Like, I, <laughs> oh, I, snap. I, 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 I wasn't was, thinking tennis. I think tennis is kind of cool. I was thinking, like, I, I don't get know, it. I'll paddle get boarding. It. I don't know. Like, there's, like, I feel like there's main sports, right? right. And, and no one says it because no one wants to offend the, the sports that don't have as much, like ping pong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, a baller that walks in that plays baseball, football, you know, soccer or basketball or hockey, kind of like your fi- five. Those five, I would see as mainstream. Yeah. And then all the other sports, you know, like water polo, everything pretty much in the Olympics or the Winter Olympics. Or I, like, I never heard know. of water polo until you just mentioned it right now. And no one says it, right? right? But everyone knows that there's like the main sports that produce the most money, have the most uh, interest, and there's like a ton of like other sports. Yeah. That are still sports, but they're just not mainstream. They're secondary. Yeah. You know, fencing. Like Olympics. <laughs> underwater basket weaving. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I get, and then I see tennis for me is like tennis and golf. Golf are like on the edge. It's like the mainstream would be those five. And then, and then there'd be like a small tier of like, you know, tennis and golf. Yeah. And then it would be like all the other stuff like gymnastics and. You know, it's not it's not hating and it's not being disrespectful. It's just like yeah. when you're talking about interest and revenue, it's probably those. Because mm-hmm. you don't ever go around being like, dude, guess what I just got today? Look at this new jersey. My favorite ping pong player. Boom. Jersey. Um, Isn't that weird? Would that be weird? Yeah, that would be so weird. Like, who's that, bro? Like, like dude, that? my favorite fencer. I just got a cool new band, a sweatband. It's my favorite fencer. 
you know. That's like me just saying like Jacques Cousteau. I'm just saying I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me like saying like, dude, look at this like golf T-shirt, and Tiger Woods T-shirt I got, bro. I'm like, see, you're you're only 20. I'm 35, so now I'm like I like to play golf. I'm not super good at it, but it's just like a way to like relax for me. And so I'll I don't like copy other people's styles. I don't like look at the golfer and be like, dude, this ain't any old glove. It's a Tiger Woods glove. A lot of people say that about <laughs> golf too. Like it's like relaxing and stuff. Like I totally bought the Costco pack, bro. <laughs> Ten glove or no, it was like five gloves per one pack, and it was super cheap. And I was like, yeah. Golf is like one of those sports where it's like about like it's actually like you're using your entire body. Like you're using your arms, you're using your legs, and you know. And this like may posture. sound crazy because I'm like, I don't know how much do you weigh. Like one eighty. See, that's like not a lot, you know. And you're like six what? Like six foot even. You're six foot even? No, you're like six two. No. Nah, I'm six nah. foot even, bro. No, six six two is like pushing it. Like six foot even is like about right. No, dude, I'm six foot even. You yeah. gotta be six two. No, six two is like that's You're like in that. denial. You're six two and I'm six foot. But the point is like at six two and being hundred and eighty, I'm 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 six foot even two hundred. Which doesn't seem like a lot. But any sport you can watch where there's a chubby dude and he's winning, you got my vote. Like I know some of those guys work out. But some of those athletes, like, you know, some of the golfers like John Daly, and they just they just look like pudgy, you know, mid, like, throw down some barbecue type guys, and they're they're winning millions of dollars as athletes. Yeah, That's attractive to me. I'm like, yeah, there's hope. I don't got to be, like, swole and just, you know, super fit to be a champion. I can be, you know, one of those guys. I can be a golfer. And so, don't get me wrong. There are ripped golfers out there. There really is. But it's just mainly, like, the arms, like, you have like buff arms, like you're like, oh yeah, this dude's like serious, like like these arms are buff underneath this flab of fat. There's muscle underneath. Like, <laughs> like when I was like little, I always thought like golf was like a white dude sport. And then I watched, I recently, I recently just watched like the Tiger Woods documentary and like learning about the like history of golf and stuff. I was like, oh, is Tiger Woods like the only like. African American, like golf, he's literally the only golfer I know. I think there's several times where people broke the race barrier in sports, and then like you know, then like as they get bigger in countries, like you see more and more like Chinese athletes, like when Jeremy Lin, you know, or like Asian players that you're like, whoa, this dude can ball. Or it doesn't matter where they're from now. I mean, I think the craziest thing is when it's gonna be like a small, short, four foot nothing Filipino guy, and he's like a professional basketball player. That's when I'll be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But nowadays, you know, everyone there's so many races that are good at sports now that you know and of course there could be more and there i think there will be more you know like you don't see a lot of black guys in hockey right you know but i think you will someday and then same with like all the sports it's kind of cool to see like different people not let society and culture tell them what they can or can't do but say i'm gonna do this so and i'm gonna be good at it and then they tear it up it's good stuff basketball is fun for me because like my dad used to like his day was like Bad Boys, Pistons era, Magic and Bird, and a yeah, little yeah. bit of Michael. That your generation, like, come on, man, throwback. Think, well, your dad's older than me. He's like, your dad could be old enough to be my dad. ABA. <laughs> he he was at the Y when basketball was being invented. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Ransom. I love you, man. Uh, but yeah, he's a little older, so yeah, he likes the so the Pistons I, and. But if you if you even even tried to commit a foul to that certain level today, like. Ejection. I know. Ejection. The game is weak now. I think everyone, I I think as far as basketball, I do think that the play is less physical. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, and, and more more lie. dudes are winning Oscars for flopping. You know, James Harden, the flop James. Just kidding. I don't know the guy, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's a great guy. No, but I do see you do see it all, uh, from high school on up. Like, hey, try to get the foul and act, and you know, it just is what it is. I guess. It's just like everyone fell in love with the three point shot. I mean, unless you're like close to getting murdered, don't call the foul. The streets say no blood, no foul, right? Yep. I mean, Daniel, and let's be honest, Daniel used to suck at basketball. Remember that? Yep. He was like the little kid on the youth group, like, please, give me the ball. And then we get really mad. I'm like, get your own rebound, kid. Dude, you can't, if you can't get a rebound, don't play. Y'all used and, to bully people. Yeah, we used to play 21. <laughs> but, dude, this, this dude then shot up, got physical, started getting all the rebounds and everything, and then took over the game, so. And then he broke our basketball goal because he dunked it so hard, and then we had to get a new one. But that was cool, man. What a what a cool story. What a redemption story from there little some. kid at the youth group to, like, I'm a grown man and dunking on people. I won't let him dunk on me. I'll push you before you can dunk on me. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. Dude, there were some battles in that goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. See, I'm chubbier than you, so I just push you a little bit. <laughs> there, like, I, like, I wasn't, like, physically, like, built like you, Jay, Ray. It, they got size on their advantage because they're like yeah. six two and up, and Ray's like six six. And I think you're six two. Then they're six six, six three. No, like back then I was probably like a good five ten. Yeah. And then yeah. I shot up to maybe six foot. Yeah. Because when in my freshman year of high school I was probably I was probably five ten, and then by the time I graduated I, I probably I was like six foot. Man, and youth group twenty one is like the game. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Do you have any moments where you're like, you ever hold, yeah, it's like one memory that just sticks out and you're like, I remember when there was like 20 of us. Yes. It was. Youth group was about to start, had to score the rock. Like, tell us about that moment. Like, what's the moment? I have one in particular. You were there. I don't know if you remember this. It was, it was you, me, Jay, Ray, and I think Warren was there. And like, I think like someone shot a shot and like ricocheted like off to the side, kind of like. Or it's like was it three on three or were we playing twenty one? We're playing twenty one, and uh, it ricocheted like over towards me, and then dude, I just I just put it up and I got nothing but swish. It was like maybe like a thirty five footer. It was like, dang, come on, did you win, dude? Not like I remember y'all's reaction. Like I just put it up and y'all were just looking at me like, did he just make that shot? Listen, I'm a pastor. I believe in miracles, bro. And I remember, <laughs> I was like, and I remember like the goal used to be like. Right here, like oh, I wish I had that sound clip, dude. Dude, that was dude. You remember, like, like that last scene in Space Jam when Michael was just like going towards the end, his arm was stretching out. That was literally me, bro. Like, that's how I thought about that shot. Like, it was so like clean, it was like nothing but net. Like, the net, the net didn't move, bro. I, I literally thought I was Steph Curry, bro. Man, what do you think about uh, LeBron James? I, I heard for Space Jam 2, he got. Uh, nominated for worst acting in a movie. Uh, me personally, like it's it'll never top Space Jam. It'll yes. never top the original. Space Jam. I mean, yeah, and you you know, Mr. Murray. I mean, I just like Bill Murray. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even watch number two yet. You didn't even watch. I'm like, no, I don't want to just be mad. I I watched, <laughs> I watched it and it was just like, it was. Okay. It's it, like because the acting's so bad, they had to add so much more special effects and all these different things. That's what I heard. Yeah, that, there it was really like animated. And did also, it make you like LeBron James more or dislike him? 
<laughs> I've always liked LeBron, but but did you like him even more or like him less when you watched the movie, or is it the same? It's still the same. It's just like the movie. <laughs> the movie is just kind of like it was like it was over animated. I mean, yeah. Like, Who's your favorite LeBron? LeBron for the Cavs, LeBron for the Heat, or LeBron for the Lakers? I think it was, I think it was LeBron's like second stint with Cleveland because like when he came, oh uh, Cleveland part two, like Cle- yeah Cleveland part two because when he came back like there was like four straight years to the finals bro like. And, and then he left, and look how long it took him to now finally. They're about to be back in the playoffs, probably, picking up Evan Mobley. I mean, that's that's a great draft pick. So now they're now Kevin Love, and you know they're they're about to get back in the playoffs, but it did take him a long time. So there's no denying that he made a big difference in the game, right? Right. Because yeah. there's like four, I think four or five straight finals where it's just like Steph and LeBron, bro. <laughs> Who's your favorite player right now in the NBA? I'm. Oh, that's a tough one, dude. I probably have to say Steph, Take a moment. Steph Curry right now, like, dude, number one all-time three-pointers. Like, never done before. And I feel like I feel like no one's ever going to touch his record or the three-point record ever again. If you, like, Oh, man, I know. And, and you look at, but the other person that could be close, if he didn't get hurt, would be Clay. Yeah. Because Clay was right there, and if he didn't get hurt, he'd be, like, on pace as well. I think... I think he just moved up to 18th. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like, he could – I mean, he's fairly young still, so you never yeah, know. Man. He just turned 32. Yeah, so he could yeah. go for a while. Yeah. I mean, if you Tom Brady it, then, yeah, you're going to break all kinds of records. Yeah. I feel like – I think two years ago. Do you have, like, favorite players per position? Like, here's my favorite center, my favorite, you know, guard. I would have LeBron as a small forward, Shaq at – Okay, center, center jumping position. in, huh? Yes, Give me, okay, so all-time team. All-time. Give me your all-time team, starting five. Starting five, all right. Small forward, LeBron. Center, Shaq. Um, point guard, I'd probably put Steph Curry. Shooting, I'll put Michael Jordan, and I feel like we're getting one more piece. Yeah, one more. Probably another guard or... Kobe. Kobe, rest come on. Dude, dude that is... Piece. That's a team right there, man. Rest you ever piece. seen that thing on... Uh, Social media, it's like eighty three and zero. Yeah, that's hard to do, man. I don't, know, I, I don't know enough about sports. Like that one, that guy from that. I don't know. I just don't know enough about it. So basketball is your main sport. What's your number two? Uh, I say football, but I only watch football like during the Super Bowl. Like that's really the only time I watch football. <laughs> I know. And you know what? What about college basketball? I just watch just March. Fresh. Yeah, just just March Madness. Yeah, yeah. When you just like, dude, it's March Madness. I'm just like, yeah. I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, because one of my favorite things, as you know, is Gonzaga basketball. I'm just a huge Gonzaga fan from Spokane. Used to break dance for some of the half times. Knew a lot of the players, and uh, they're just a great team, man. I love them. We are, we literally as a as a team have done everything except for the national title. So I got robbed last year. I mean, whether it's Baylor or North Carolina, it was a fluke, dude. We just didn't play our best. You know, Jalen Suggs just hit that monster shot against UCLA and went, you know, into overtime where. You know, other team, the other team, like Baylor beat Houston easy. Right. So they were, like, ready to go. We were all worn out, and we just didn't show up that day. But we got the number one recruit in the nation right now, Chet Holgram. So hopefully Chet will bring us the championship this year. It's in the promised land. We lost two this year. We lost a, a, a one to Duke by three and lost to Alabama by nine. But I think we were just getting our feet wet, learning how to play together. So hopefully – uh, I told Daniel I'm gonna turn him into a Gonzaga fan, get him a shirt, which I still need to get him that shirt because because y'all are like rookie. twenty and two, right? 
Daniel Daniel's wearing a shirt right now. Bucks NBA champions, twenty twenty one. Yes, sir. You're always wearing like sports gear, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, I got all the championship shirts. Man, big shout out to Austin Wallace. That dude hooked me up. I'm like the coolest pastor in Texas. I'm wearing snakeskin, red, black, white Jordans right now on my feet. Yeah, he was so clean. So clean. I feel like I can play basketball better right now. Like if I went outside just wearing these shoes, I'm like, I bet I could dunk. And then I go outside, I can't barely touch the net. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, that was me swishing a huge shot. No big deal. No, no, I'd go up. It'd be like suspenseful, you know? <laughs> And then I fell. The shot goes up. And then just stuffed by the net. Not even the rim. I can't even jump that that high. You're more of a like a post guy. Come on, man. What's uh what's something because you you were kind of born in the church, man. Your dad took you to church as a as a youngster. Yeah. And uh it's cool watching you grow up, man. Seeing you grow up playing basketball, doing all these things, becoming a grown man, twenty years old. Um, we talked about we should start a church league, basketball. Really? Yeah, me, what? Ray, Jay, you. Have you actually started it though? Not yet, man. We need to get some more people involved so we could go ahead and play. Dude, I'm telling you, we'll, we'd have like six rings. Dude, come! Oh man, I'd be like Tom Brady on the pulpit. Hey, <laughs> hey, yes. come on in, dude! I've been telling you, like, like you just need me, my brother, Ray, and Jay, and then the championships. Boom, dude! Come on. It's coming, dude. It's coming. It's coming. It's got to be coming. Because I know some guys that play some pickup ball at the Y and some other places that they'd probably do that. Um, let's see. We got to make a Super Bowl. Who, who's going to win the Super Bowl, you think? Dude, I got the Rams all the way. You got the Rams. What's the final score? I feel like it's going to be a close game because Joe Burrow is, like, playing at, like, an MVP level right now. Yeah, he's just a cool dude. I feel like it's going to be a close one, like, by three. Three or seven. Huh? I feel it's going to be, like, a 30, like, I don't know, 30, like 27 or something. You heard it here first. 30, 27, Rams win. 30, 27. I'm taking it. I like Cooper. See, and I know I like Cooper Cup. I know I do. But there's just something about an underdog, bro. Uh, Like, I want want Cooper Cup to get a championship. I love his story. I love how he gives God all the glory, all the credit and everything. But I do think that the the Rams did it dirty with, uh, with Jared Goff. Yeah. Like, they were moving and grooving. Then, like, oh, by the way, go to the Lions. Womp, womp, womp. And then we all know how that – I mean, they barely won a game. Like, that's disgusting. And then here, Matthew Stafford comes in. I'm excited. I mean, he had to play with those Lions for a long time. He deserves to go yeah. to the Super Bowl. But there's something about how long the Bengals – I don't even know if they've ever won a Super Bowl. I might have to, might have to look that up. But I, I kind of think – I don't know, man. I kind of feel like the Bengals are going to win. 24-20. Bengals. I think they've been to the Super Bowl, but they lost. That sounds about right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking 24-20. I think the Bengals are going to win. Even though I kind of want, I wish, but I think whoever wins is kind of cool because both those teams haven't been there in a long time. So maybe, here, let's look it up. Let's see how long. I think the last Super Bowl the Bengals were in was, I think, in 89. I want to check this out. Hey, Siri, when is the last time the Bengals won a Super Bowl? One sec. Okay. I found this on the web for Hey Siri, when is the last time the Bengals won a Super Bowl? That's awesome. It gave me a link. 
Let me pull up the link real quick. This is from betsided.com. It says, while the Cincinnati Bengals have storied, uh, have a storied history of losing big games, they managed to buck the trend last weekend. No, that's not what I want. It was their first playoff win in 31 years. Ooh. The longest active streak in the NFL. Okay, so. <laughs> 31? says the Bengals are not strangers to the Super Bowl, historically speaking. Okay. Oh, never. What? I swear. The Bengals have yet to win a Super Bowl since becoming a team right before the 1968 season. And as bad as it sounds, it's only the 10th longest drought without a Super Bowl win. So that means it's been a long time since they won. No, I'm just playing. So uh, Cincinnati. I think they've been to the Super Bowl, but never won. So they've never won. Okay. Okay. Okay, it's only fair to ask this. Hey, Siri, when was the last time the Rams won a Super Bowl? The Rams narrowly defeated the Titans in Super Bowl 34 by a score of 23-16 to 16 on the 30th of January, 2000. So the Rams won 21 years, 22 years ago. Was he even alive? <laughs> 20, yeah. <laughs> so before you were born, they won against the Tennessee Titans. So, see, I just like, uh, there's just something about, you know, a team that's never won. It's just such a cool story. Yeah. Plus, all of, the, all of our Joey B cards will go up in value, which is nice. You got a Joe Burrow card? Well, my little brother does. I'm kind of rooting that, it, that they win so that it goes up in value. What about you? Are you a sports cards collector? No, nah, not really. Are you ever going to get into it, you think? No. Nah. What about when you have kids? I mean. Like, hey. Look at this. I saved this Air Jordan card for you. Autograph. Here you go. Boom. Uh, I, I was just never really into that. I never yeah. really got into it. Now, what about sports video games? Are you into like... Like 2K and stuff? Uh-huh. Dude. I uh, knew dude, you were. Dude, 2K is pretty fun. I, I have like 2K20, I think. Are you pretty good? You, you, ball, uh, you balling online? My little brother used to play. Uh, Sammy used to play. Yeah, he was good, huh? 2K17 was a vibe. Yeah. But um, it was probably fun once or twice, but... After that, it kind of gets kind of stale. Actually, funny story. Uh, it was 2K17, and uh, me and my brother was playing on the blacktop on 2K. All my 2K fans know, you already know, it's about to go down. Let's go. So I picked, like, a historic team. I forgot what the team was, but I remember I, I won the game with Carl Malone, half-court shot. It was I was down by three, and I needed a three to win the game. There was, like, ten seconds on the clock. I think Sam had... Uh, all-star MVP Jordan, like 1988 Jordan, like guarding all my players. <laughs> and one of my players fouled out, and all I had was Carl. <laughs> and then I just like – No offense, Carl. No offense. And I just took a leap of faith, like more than half court, and it just went in, and, and we were just like, oh, my God. Carl Malone just made a half court <sighs> I need, shot. I need that sound clip. Dude, for real, like – because I, I made a half-court shot with Carl Malone. I'm just like, that was fun. Bruh, that's great. But 2K, like, it's probably fun maybe once or twice, but then you just get a little bored. Yeah, I think so, too. But that that's fun. <laughs> and Carl Malone drains it. 
I imagine it was a bank, not a swish. It it was a swish. No, it was a swish. Malone for the three half court shot. That's crazy. It was a swish, bro. I was like, like Sarah was literally like rage quit. Yeah, that's funny, man. And and video games are like that, man. You get really mad. I remember I I tried one time. We was at a youth group. I was a youth pastor. We got uh, online, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play some NBA 2K," you know, online. Right. I got smoked, dude, and then some little kid from somewhere in the U.S. goes, "Ha ha, sucker!" And you're like, "I just, I, I'm a grown, I'm a grown man, and I just lost to this ten year old, you know, in Philadelphia. This is this is embarrassing." So I just stopped playing. <laughs> They've been playing since the come up. But I do think something important to know, you know, for people listening, is that. Man, it's good to have hobbies, and it's great to have sports and things that you love. But I think one of the most important things that we can learn is not to make sports an idol. Yeah, we can't put sports above Jesus. We need to love Jesus more than we love sports. And I think Jesus doesn't have a problem with us loving things that we love, whether it's a hobby or whatever else. He just doesn't want people to put the sport or the thing they love in front of him. Right. You know. So I think. That's kind of the lesson for today, right? We have sports talk, have a little fun, talk basketball, talk some football, talk Super Bowl, give predictions. But ultimately, I think that's the message today is for people not to put stuff as an idol in front of God, but just enjoy it in God's presence. And don't forget to balance more for him than more to the other things, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And sports is really entertaining. Hashtag real realness. Real realness. Yes, sir. RR. I'm taking that line. Real realness with John Bell. Just kidding. Um, what would be your last words to any listeners out today on this nice little 30 minute episode? Do you have any like words of wisdom you'd give to any young kids that want to be ballers when they grow up? Uh, I would just say, um, um, always have a backup plan because you, because something might happen, injury, et cetera, et cetera. But just stay in the gym, keep on working at, at your craft and, uh, just keep working hard and see the fruits of your labor. Come on, man. That's some wisdom for a 20-year-old, baby. Yes, sir. Man. But always have a backup plan, though. I think we should. Yeah, my backup plan is learn how to shoot because these knees can't break any more ankles. <laughs> my backup plan is shooting like Carl Malone shots in the half court. Uh, I would just say, same thing what Daniel said, like no idols, but also for you young cats, like he just said, keep grinding, keep practicing your craft, give God all the cl- credit, all the glory, like we talked about at the beginning of the show. Scoring a three, scoring a touchdown, a goal, whatever, you know, giving God like a little little props. Uh, I'm going to pray over you guys, and then we'll be done, and we will see you next week. So we're going to launch two episodes this week, 16 sports and 17. I'll uh, be looking out there for that with Evan, and we're talking some music and ministry. So let me pray over you. Father God, thank you, Jesus, for Daniel. Thank you for who he is and what he represents. Bless him, Lord, and thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for the Madness Show. Lord, may you just continue to touch people through the podcast. And shout out to number one fan, Cecil Keithley. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. We will see y'all later. But until then, let's end the same way that we started. You want to do like a voiceover? You want to say something? No, I'm good. In a world, there were two men. One white, one black. They talk sports. They had a great time. See you next week.